We're still looking at Exodus chapter 10, and we're in verse 24. Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your heads be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. The plague had lasted for three days. For three days, there is gross darkness in Egypt. And after the three days, Pharaoh summons Moses and offers him what would seem like what Moses is looking for. He says, all right, time out. We've suffered enough. Now let your people go. So he says to Moses, go and serve the Lord. And he says, don't just go and serve the Lord. Go with your children as well. In in other words, go with everybody. Go and serve the Lord. On the face of it, it will appear like this is what Moses has been looking for all this time. Go and serve the Lord. Uh, The children go to serve the Lord. But Pharaoh was not done. He opened a small window, but then the window has a limitation. And so he introduces the limitation. He says, only let your flocks remain. So go and serve the Lord. Go with your families. Go with your children. Go to the wilderness. Do whatever you want, but let your flocks remain. Now, why is this a trick opportunity? It's a trick opportunity because the flocks of Israel was their mainstay. Israel came to Egypt rearing animals. They were shepherds. So if they go out into the wilderness and their flocks remain, it means they will have freedom, but they'll have no wealth. They have no economy. They have no ability to sustain themselves. And so they could go and leave their wealth behind, but the net effect of it is that if they go out to the wilderness and they have no economy and they can't sustain themselves, they'll be poor, they'll be hungry, they'll be depressed, and they will run quickly back to Egypt. So that's what Pharaoh is gambling on. Let me give them a freedom without wealth, and they will come back. Secondly, if the flocks remain, some people had to remain to take care of the flocks. So if they went to the wilderness, uh, some people will still remain. So if you look at it carefully, he's not giving them freedom. It seems like freedom, but it's not freedom. It's tricky, it's crafty, and it's not real. You know, any kind of freedom that you receive, whether it's a nation, a government, uh, whatever entity has, but that does not give you the ability to self-sustain, to sustain yourself, whether with wealth or with your ability, but ability to sustain yourself is not true freedom because that freedom will get you into trouble and you will run back this time Asking freely to be oppressed again. Asking freely to be put back into bondage. And that's what Pharaoh is gunning for. So we cannot just seek for freedom and say we want to be free without our flocks, without our heads, without our source of livelihood, also having the freedom uh, to express itself. And I believe that is how Satan operates. He offers us something that looks like great at the surface. But you look down and you realize that he hasn't really given you much. He made you feel that you are free, but he's still holding on to your life. He's still controlling you. And we have to be wise 
and not fall for the tricks of the enemy. But the important lesson to learn is that when God gives us freedom, our flocks and herds, our economic facilities should also have the freedom to serve the Lord as we serve him. Let's pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I will serve you with all that I have. I will not hold back in serving you with my wealth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, my friends, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace, and life to you.